Welcome to the official Kentucky Lake Economic Development Podcast for Marshall County, Kentucky with founder and CEO Josh Tubbs. Visit KLEDC.com to learn more about opportunities for your site selection project in the Marshall County community located in western Kentucky. This podcast is brought to you by our partners at Major League Fishing in Benton, Kentucky. MLF is the world's largest tournament fishing organization offering bass anglers in 11 countries the opportunity to compete for more than 28 million dollars in awards. MLF provides tournaments for everyone from high school and college students to top professionals, publishes bass fishing magazine, and produces award-winning television for the Outdoor Channel, Discovery, and CBS. Visit MajorLeagueFishing.com to learn more. Thank you for joining us once again on this, the official Kentucky Lake Economic Development Podcast. I'm Josh Tubbs, and today we're going to be joined with Corey Belcher, who's with West Kentucky Rural Electric Cooperative, who is a a big partner of Kentucky Lake Economic Development. Our marketing efforts at Kentucky Lake Economic Development are purely funded by our private sector and utility partners, and we're so excited to have Corey here to give some sort of testimony about the many amenities of our community. Corey, thanks for being with us today on this this episode of the Kentucky Lake Economic Development Podcast. And uh, as most of our listeners know by now, hopefully this podcast is really for corporate decision makers and site selectors that may be listening uh, and, and have a site selection project, an expansion or a relocation project, wondering what makes this community and this location in West Kentucky a competitive place to do business. So Corey, can you tell us a little bit about West Kentucky Rural Electric? We're a rural electric cooperative. We fall under the oversight of TVA, the Tennessee Valley Authority. We were founded in 1938, so we've been around for a pretty good while. You know, we we supply electricity to five counties in West Kentucky and about 38,000 members uh, as far as meter count. So, you know, we've got a pretty wide spread across Western Kentucky. You guys are partners and members of uh, Kentucky Lake Economic Development, and we often say on this podcast that we could not do what we do if not for the support of our utilities. You guys have been fantastic, and I think it goes a long way, certainly for the communities that you all are in to participate in these kinds of activities. The more we work together, obviously, the better the chances of us locating or at least getting companies interested in our area. West Kentucky Rural Electric serves the new uh, Southwest One Industrial Park. Primarily, we're serving from one substation at this current time. Uh, We have capability of serving from two with minor infrastructure upgrades. We take distribution at those two substation locations at 161,000 volts from TVA, and then uh, we distribute that out at 7,200 volts primary. This site, when we when we had been looking at utility logistics for an industrial park development, we vetted a lot of sites. And this site, from the perspective of West Kentucky Rural Electric, had always been a, a really good spot logistically for this kind of development. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, it was convenient for us to feed from multiple locations. Yeah, so I mean, and I, and I think you guys have gone above and beyond in, in making sure that this is an, park will be served in a very attractive way. You guys are, are running the, the electric is underground, so there's a really nice, clean look to this industrial park, which is exciting. And you guys are just a key part of making sure that we're responding to RFIs in a timely manner. As you know, we go back and forth a lot on 
um, the things that companies are are looking at, the feeds that they need, and it's it's always a, an exciting thing to to compete for those projects. But it's always good to know where you stand with your electric provider. It's not just the rates of electricity, although that's very important for site selection. The reliability. Can you talk a little bit about the rates and reliability of West Kentucky Rural Electric? Sure. Primarily, you know, there'll be two rate classes that would be of interest to uh, developers and investors with companies coming into that that park. Uh, One is is what we consider our general services account second tier rate. Uh, Those are for companies that are small, medium manufacturing or commercial facilities. The national average for for electricity in that rate class is somewhere around 11 cents per kilowatt hour. Uh, We fall right into that. Our all-in cost there is somewhere between 11 and 13 cents per kilowatt hour depending upon what your demand load is. The demand plays a big factor into that. For the GSA 3 or the third tier loads, those are those are going to be your large manufacturers, larger than 1,000 kW demand. The national average for those is around 7 cents per kilowatt hour, and currently we're running about 6 to 8, per, 8 cents per kilowatt hour as an all-in cost there. So so we're very competitive on the national on the national scene. TVA sweetens the pot a lot with these companies. They offer what's a, a considered a valley investment incentive. Several criteria that go into the qualifications for that, and I don't have that list in front of me, but it's a very large number usually that they're able to credit back to the manufacturer, uh, you know, as long as they're showing a continued investment in our area and in the, in the Tennessee Valley. And as far as reliability, there's four measures that the electric industry uses for, for reliability measurement. One is, is what we call the SADI or uh, the, the System Average Interruption Duration Index. Um, what that is, is is the average outage duration for a customer in minutes. Uh, so that's the total number of minutes that they're out per customer over a year's time. And, and right now, or our 2019 numbers came in at about 440 minutes. Uh, so that's a little over eight hours total in a year's time for per customer. Uh, one of the other is a system average interruption frequency index, which is the number of times that the average customer was without power during that period. Uh, and we are just north of two times, actually 2.2 times uh, in a year's term, in a year's period. Another is a customer average interruption duration index or KD. It's how long on average it took to restore power once the outage was reported in minutes. And that's around 193 minutes. Uh, so once, once we get the call, once we get notification that that outage is there, that's how long it usually takes us to roll the necessary crews that are, that, that are needed to restore that power, to load equipment, and to uh, complete the work in order to get them back online. The big picture number that everyone really wants to see is the average service availability index, and that's the percentage of time the electricity is available compared to a total amount of time within the period which we consider is a year. In 2019, we were available at 99.916%. Currently, to to date in 2020, we're at 99.961%. So overall, we're pretty reliable. Obviously, we strive to be better, and and we're constantly doing things and and trying to improve our processes to make those, those averages go up, but we're pretty pleased with where we're at at this time. So very competitive rates nationally for manufacturers to consider, but also tremendous reliability from uh, from you all, and 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 that does us uh, 
nothing but good when we talk about the benefit of being in, in Southwest One Industrial Park here in Marshall County. From a logistical standpoint, Southwest One is in, is in a really good location. We talk about this a lot when, when we've got guests on. Uh, because we've talked about, obviously we're talking about electricity, we've talked about natural gas being at the site, we've talked about the fiber redundancy, uh, the water and wastewater obviously on site, the transportation logistics. I mean, we're smack dab uh, at the intersection of I-69 and I-24. Well, I think it's really important that you have good thoroughfares to get to and from your, your location. Uh, obviously, you've got a product that you want to get out on the market, so you've got to transport that some way, and, and we all know the interstate system right now seems to be one of the most effective ways to do that. Like you said, we do we are setting at the intersection of I-69 and I-24 and then you know they're also in the process of widening 641 all the way down to the I-40 intersection down in Tennessee. That's going to bring that that traffic flow you know it's going to increase that traffic flow quite a bit but not to be lost there is the proximity that we have to the river access you talked about the Calvert City Industrial Complex and and what we have there with the Tennessee River and just a very few miles from Southwest One, you said on Kentucky Lake, I can't help but to imagine that there there are locations there. On, you know, I know there's a couple of ports there on Kentucky Lake where we could do a barge loading and off, you know, loading and offloading. You know, not just in the transportation sector, but you know, you look at the proximity to to higher education and and workforce readiness. You know, you're 10 minutes down the road from Murray State University. That, that would allow for all kinds of opportunities to partner with training and education opportunities and, and access to degree to accomplished employees uh, if that's what your what your field drives you to. Local high school has recently started a career readiness pathway with that I find very intriguing. I like the fact that they have focused in on the student that, that not every student is cut out for college and that there is a benefit for them that they're helping them to find the trades and the skills that they need to succeed and frankly that's what our industry is needing right now there's there's a lot of thirst i guess for skilled tradesmen that that's not available because of the influx of students going to college so i think that's something that that would be very beneficial to locating in this local area you know so many times we talk about you know murray state university and west kentucky community and and Technical College, as well as the UK Extension there, uh, UK School of, of Engineering. You brought up something that's that's very very important, and that is that career pathway at Marshall County High School. Our Board of Education, Marshall County Board of Education, actually owns that vocational and technical school, which gives them a lot of flexibility in working with existing industries and, and businesses to tailor make programs that could benefit a certain skill or uh, or you know a certain trade that may have a need whether it's electrical work or welding or uh, you know whatever the case might be and I you know that's just a, such a tremendous asset and I know last year when we had our um, our annual event we actually showcased some of those students um, and we had students who were in the um, in the healthcare pathway, we had students who were in the electrician pathway. It was just great. These are just well-rounded kids in their senior year. Not only are they learning a skill, they can communicate so well. I was so impressed at how our school system, through their innovation, have really churned out some kids who uh, will make not only a skilled workforce, but also a very well-rounded 
workforce with the soft skills necessary at such a young age to be good employees and that's that's really exciting give us some background on your time uh, at, at West Kentucky Rural Electric well I started in with West Kentucky Rural Electric in uh, 2009 uh, shortly after a large ice storm that hit our area Josh I think you probably remember that it was uh, a rather catastrophic event I think for our area but I started there uh, as a substation electrician technician spent nine years in that capacity then I moved over into the office in a staff position, uh, and I'm employed there as the, as the energy programs man or en- energy programs engineer and key accounts manager. So I handle most of the key account communications with our large industrial commercial customers, and and then I also kind of oversight the, the incentive programs through TVA, deal with you know any kind of billing issues or concerns that come through with those key accounts. I also do. Uh, a lot of managers, several of their TVA's uh, energy programs. Um, some that come to mind that would benefit uh, industrial customers would be uh, like a comprehensive services program that they offer where they will come in and, and assist us in performing power factor studies, energy audits, infrared inspections for switch gear or, or motors. We'll do compressed air surveys to kind of help uh, increase your efficiency with your, your compressed air system. So they offer a lot of good things there, and I kind of oversee that from the West Kentucky Rural Electric standpoint. I also oversee the residential services that they offer where we do uh, home energy audits and, and that kind of thing. They do heat pump financing and new construction incentives for, for new housing. And then we do the TVA Home up, Uplift Program, which focuses on infrastructure and improvement for for low-income families. I also, as part of my time there, developed the uh, West Kentucky Residential Energy Audit Program and oversee that and conduct those audits as well. So, you know, it's not just all oversight. I'm actually in the field as well, getting my hands dirty uh, once we get back to normal from the covid issues that we're with but but yeah that's that's pretty much what i do in a nutshell of course I'll, as in any other position i have the asterisk at the end of my job description that says in any other capacities west kentucky rural electric has been a part of kentucky lake economic development from the very beginning and i think it's important for folks to know just how involved in the community that you all are, whether it's economic development or or other community organizations in all of the areas that you all serve. If there was something that you would want site selectors or corporate decision makers to know about our community, about the industrial park that we have, Southwest One Industrial Park, what would that be? I'm just excited to see that you've taken the initiative and the county has taken the initiative to go go forward with this industrial park. For years and years, the only job opportunities it seemed like that we had in the county uh, as far as manufacturing were in the Calvert City Chemical Complex. And I'm excited to see opportunities coming, you know, in, in other parts of the county as well to bring that up and develop that. You know, this is my home. And I feel like as if you owned a house, you have to maintain and upkeep that. And I feel obligated to help maintain and upkeep our community and and to build it and to keep it strong. And and part of that is attracting new businesses and new companies in to provide job opportunities so that that we we can all thrive in our homes. So uh, I'm just excited to be a part of of Kentucky Lake Economic Development. I think the work that they're doing there is great. I look forward to to serving with them for, for many, many years to come.